friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Hi, reader. Welcome to the very first episode of Reading Bug Adventures, written, created, and produced by The Reading Bug, our independently owned children's bookstore in Northern California. We're so excited to share this podcast with you and to help children around the globe find awesome new books to fall in love with. Remember to subscribe to our podcast in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are heard to get new episodes whenever they're released. You can learn all about us at thereadingbug.com and find great book suggestions and more of our reading adventures. Looking for more books? To have some of our favorites handpicked for you and delivered to your doorstep each month? Visit readingbugbox.com. Okay, reader, let's fly! It's time for a reading bug adventure! It's a reading bug adventure, there's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Oh, hello there, reader. I'm so glad to see you here. My name is Lauren, and if we haven't met before, it's wonderful to meet you today. Are you ready to go on an amazing adventure with me and my friend the Reading Bug today? I sure hope so. I know we're going to be great friends as we share magical adventures together and learn about all kinds of interesting things. Each time we meet, we'll be asking the reading bug what kind of adventure she's chosen for us, and away we'll fly to whatever time and place is in the books she's carrying in her book bag. That's right. We get to experience the reading bug stories in person. That sounds like a whole lot of fun, doesn't it? I'm just so excited to go exploring with you. I'm smiling just thinking about it. Where do you think the reading bug will be taking us to explore today? Well, wherever we're going, I hope you remember to bring some paper and crayons with you so you can draw pictures of all the amazing things we'll see. Just like the pages of our favorite books, pictures are an important way to retell the story of our adventures once we've returned. And just like an illustrator, the person who draws the drawings in a picture book, You're the one who gets to decide what to draw. If you didn't remember paper and crayons, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you and get them now. I'll wait right here for you. At the end of our podcast, we'll be sure to take some time to listen to music and give you a chance to color. But you're welcome to draw any time during our journey. If you ever need a few minutes to color the people or places we're imagining together, just pause our story. Just think about what your friends and parents will say when you show them the incredible sights you've imagined. Okay. Ready? Great. 
I can't wait to get our adventure started. But before we get going, I think it's important that we stretch our bodies out to prepare, don't you? Let's all stand up, unless you're buckled into your car, of course, and wiggle our fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Okay, wonderful. I feel stretched out full of energy and ready to begin our journey. But wait, I nearly forgot. We can't get started yet because we're missing the most important member of our team, the reading bug. Oh boy, I told her to meet me right here. I told her not to be late. What a terrible way to start our adventure together. Where do you think she could be? I'm here, I'm here, right down here. I'm so sorry to be running late. I was just finishing up a terrific book before stuffing it into my book bag to share with you. Oh, hello, reading bug. Wonderful to see you today. Were you getting lost in your books again? Well, yes, there's so much to read and never enough time. Reading a great book is like going on a wonderful adventure. It's just so easy to lose track of time when you're adventuring. Well... We sure are excited to adventure with you, Reading Bug. I've been telling our reader friend all about the fun we're going to have. We've got our crayons and our paper, and we're all ready to go. Only problem is, we don't know where we're going. Can you please tell us what books are in your book bag today? Oh, yes, I can hardly wait to share this adventure with you. As you know, I'm a bug, and this adventure is a very special one for me. I'll tell you the names of some of the books in my book bag, and you can guess where we'll be going together. Sounds like fun! Okay, today's adventures are inspired by some great books in my book bag. Some of the books I brought with me are... Bee by Britta Teckentrup, The Worm by Elise Gravel, and What If There Were No Bees by Suzanne Slade. Any guesses yet? I also have Sophie's Squash by Pat Zeitlow-Miller and Anne Wilsdor, and Up in the Garden and Down in the Dirt by Kate Messner. Reader, do you know where we'll be exploring today? Hmm. Reader, where might we find bees and worms and squash and dirt? Do you have any guesses? Hmm. Hmm. Oh! Oh! I have a guess! Reading bug, are we going to a garden? Yes, 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 you got it! We're going to visit the bugs of the garden and learn about what it takes to make a healthy garden grow. Not to brag, but insects like me are very important to a healthy garden, you know. We're necessary to grow the fruits and vegetables we eat every day. Some bugs carry pollen from plant to plant, creating the seeds that cause more plants to grow. Some bugs turn the soil around the plants, which helps them get the food and water they need to grow big and beautiful. And some bugs are very important because they eat other bugs that might chew up or destroy the plants in the garden. There are thousands and thousands of bugs in this garden, and they are all working together to keep the garden healthy and growing. Take a look around. Can you see all the healthy plants in this garden? 
Oh, yes. Here's the garden all around us. Do you see it, reader? About 20 feet away is an apple tree at the center of our garden. Its apples are greenish yellow, and the tree is covered with at least 30 of them. There are vegetable and fruit plants of many different sizes all around us. I see a patch of strawberries to our right, covered with bright, big, juicy berries. Behind us, there are some tomato plants. They're held up by green wires that are pushed into the ground and, oh my, I've never seen such ripe-looking tomatoes. I can see and smell the fresh herbs in the garden too. Basil, rosemary, mint. Take a deep breath and smell for yourself, reader. Just over there, melons are growing on their vine. And near the tomatoes are beans on beanstalks. And an enormous squash plant on our left, with its big leaves shading the ground below it. Look, reader, it's a bright sunny day with a few fluffy white clouds floating lazily in the sky. There's a nice cool breeze rustling through the plant leaves and blowing the fresh smell of vegetables and herbs toward us. Also in the air, a small brown bird is circling above the plants, and a few ladybugs are flitting from plant to plant. Oh, but look over there to our left, reader. The garden doesn't look quite as lovely over there. In fact, something seems to be missing. The plants are much smaller, and they all look a bit sad and wilted. There's certainly not as much color over there either. I wonder what's wrong. Just next to that part of the garden is a tall scarecrow in a tattered shirt and overalls hanging lazily from a post. But look at the scarecrow's face, reader. He looks like he's frowning. He's the saddest scarecrow I've ever seen. I wonder what could be bothering him. <laughs> what? Was that you, Reading Bug? No, it wasn't me. I think I think it's coming from the Scarecrow. <laughs> Mr. Scarecrow, are you talking? Whatever is the matter? Reader, I'm not sure he can hear me. Why don't we go to the Scarecrow and see what's wrong? Be sure to step carefully through the garden so you don't squish any plants or bugs. Walk carefully around those tomatoes and the beans. That's right. Lift up your knees high as you walk. Great work. Oh, hello. Hello. Perhaps you can help me? Please, please help me down off this post. I need to go far, far away. I've really done it. I've ruined my beautiful garden. You see, I'm just too scary. I used to be a scare crow, scaring mean and hungry birds away from this special spot in the garden. But now... Now I'm a scare everything, it seems. And I've scared away all the flowers, too. My poor, beautiful garden won't bloom anymore. Oh, <laughs> I need to go far, far away so all the beautiful flowers will come back. Oh, please, please help. Oh, no, Mr. Scarecrow. No. Please calm down. What do you mean you scared off all the flowers? I'm not sure that's possible. Stop crying. You look like a very nice scarecrow. Tell me what happened. Okay. Okay. Oh, but I wish you could have seen my beautiful flowers when they were in bloom. This was the most magnificent spot in the entire garden, filled with the most beautiful blooms. There were pink, purple, and white tulips, 
yellow jonquils, red and yellow snapdragons, and big yellow, orange, and red sunflowers, a rainbow of blooms, and all the smells. The sweet bouquet of fragrances settled across the entire garden like a delicious mist. And every day I would get to see the beautiful bouquet in front of me and smell its beautiful smells as I stood guard, protecting this magical place from birds of all kinds, keeping them from pecking at the flower buds and seeds and protecting the bugs working in the soil from their claws and beaks. But this year, my beautiful plants just didn't bloom. The colors and the smells are gone, and I'm sure it must be my fault. Please, please help me down so I can run away. Maybe then the beautiful flowers will come back and the garden will be complete again. Oh, please don't cry, Mr. Scarecrow. I'm sure you haven't scared the flowers away. But I do wonder what could have happened here. Lauren, readers... That's why we're visiting the garden today, to help solve the mystery of the missing flowers. Don't worry, Mr. Scarecrow. My friends and I will get to the bottom of this. I'm confident we can discover what's keeping your flowers from blooming. Okay, readers, time to get moving. We need to figure out why the flowers aren't blooming. I recently read How Does My Garden Grow by Gerda Muller. And I know that healthy gardens need sunlight, water, good soil, and bugs. Bugs? Oh, yes. The bugs in the garden keep this place in tip-top shape, so they'll certainly know what's wrong with the flowers. So let's go ask them. Reader, are you ready to help us solve the mystery of the missing flowers? Wait, 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 wait. Just a minute, Reading Bug. This garden is full of fruits, vegetables, and herbs. I'm worried if we go chasing bugs around, we'll squish the strawberries, mangle the melons, and crush the cucumbers. You may be tiny, but... I'm sorry to say that we're much too big to go tromping around talking to bugs in this garden. Besides, I can't even see all the bugs from way up here. How are we supposed to find them and talk to them? By hopping into my book bag, that's how. Book bag? Yes, that's right. Whenever we want to go someplace new, we'll jump into my book bag and away we'll fly to whatever time, place, or size we'll be exploring. Today, reader, my book bag will shrink you to my size. And together, we'll see the garden like little bugs like me see it. Don't worry, Mr. Scarecrow. My friends and I will solve this mystery. Okay, reader. Look, the reading bug is opening her book bag. And as it's opening, it's growing bigger and bigger. Big enough to fit us right inside. If you look closely, you can see the colored lights flashing and see pictures swirling around and around. That must be from all the special books about bugs and gardens the reading bug has in there. I think I see a picture of an ant and a wiggly worm. I see flowers and vegetables and birds and soil. Can you see it too? All right, readers, it's time to flap your bug wings. Let's fly. On the count of three, jump into the book bag. One, two, three! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Wow! I feel completely weightless in here, like I'm floating in midair. 
just above the garden floor. Colors and pictures are floating all around my head, and just beyond them I can see the garden around us. Whoa, I'm getting pretty dizzy. I don't know what's happening, but boy, do I sure feel strange. Like my skin is getting tighter, and my toes are getting tingly. Quick, reader, look around to see if it's working. Wow, do you see that? The plants around us are all growing taller and taller and... Oh, no! Reader, the plants aren't getting bigger. We're getting smaller. Look, reader, we're only as tall as the tomato plants now. And we're still shrinking. The tomatoes on the plant are shooting skyward as we continue to shrink. And now they're towering over our heads. Boy, they don't look so yummy now. They're the size of a car, at least, dangling dangerously high above us. And look down there. There are steep cliffs and mountains rising up out of the ground. That's the rocks and soil of the garden floor as we continue to shrink. Oh, good. I think we've finally stopped shrinking, reader. The flashing lights and the words and pictures are slowing down, and I can see the garden much more clearly. Do you see it, too? Wow, that was a wild ride. Why don't we catch our breath and look around? Look at this place. It doesn't look like any place I've ever been before. For one thing, it's much darker and cooler and wetter down here. And look up, reader. All the giant leaves and plants above our heads are blocking out the sun. It was such a sunny day up above, but now it's gray and shady and cool down here. And look all around you. This sure doesn't look familiar. I'm really glad you're here with me. This might be really scary if I were all alone. Let's walk this way together, reader. Wow, is that a blade of grass? It looks as big as a building, like the world's biggest, greenest slide. Looking up, I can't even see where the plants stop and the sky begins. That one looks like Jack's beanstalk leading all the way to the clouds. Well, that is a beanstalk, but there's no giant's kingdom at the top. Oh my, you scared me. Reading Bug, you're, you're nearly as tall as I am. That's right, Lauren. You have all shrunk to only one quarter of an inch tall, just a little bigger than me. That beanstalk you're staring at is about four feet tall. Maybe about the size you used to be, Reader. From way down here, though, it looks a whole lot bigger. It's pretty scary way down here, Reader, so be careful. If one of those beans should fall, it might crush us. It's so much bigger than you are. Or if a bird were to swoop down, it might mistake us for a snack and gobble us up. <gasps> Yikes! Stay close and watch out. It's incredible seeing the garden the way a bug sees it way down here, isn't it? All the things we saw from up above, fruit trees, vegetable plants, soil, bugs, they're barely recognizable now that we're so small. It's time we started moving deeper into the garden, though. If we're going to figure out what's happening to Mr. Scarecrow's garden, we're going to need to get ourselves inside of it to find some bugs to talk to. But boy, does it look like a long way to walk when you're this small. We'd better get started if we hope to make it there before it gets dark. Follow me, reader. Oh. Ugh! The ground in here is mushy and slippery. Whoa, 
Whoa! Whoa! Watch your step, reader! My feet are sinking deeper and deeper into the ground. I can barely move. Can you feel your feet sinking too? What's going on? In gardens, the leaves, fruits, and petals that fall off the plants decay on the garden floor, dropping their nutrients into the soil for the growing plants to eat. You mean we're sinking into rotting leaves? Oh, gross! Reader, I can barely move. What about you? Try wiggling your arms and legs to help you move through the leaves and mud down here. Good. Shake off the mud and take another step. Now another. Keep shaking. Oh, oh boy. This is so much work and we're hardly getting anywhere. Oh. Oh. Reader, I just fell into something cool and slimy. Can you see what it is or where it came from? It's all over my legs and hands. Oh, what is this? That's slug slime. It's a slippery substance that allows slugs to move easily across the garden floor. Slugs play an important role in helping compost all the rotting leaves and fungi and other stuff down here and sending it back into the soil. Slug slime? Reading bug, how are we supposed to move around down here to solve the mystery of the missing flowers? We can barely move through this rotting topsoil and we're not getting anywhere. Ugh, it's no use. We'll never make it any deeper into the garden at this rate. We'll never help Mr. Scarecrow learn what's happened to his garden. Hey, what's that? Oh, my, reader. Just look at all of those ants. The line of marching ants goes on for miles and miles and miles, and they really do march one by one, one ant right in front of the next. We'd better get out of their way and out of sight. Follow me. We'll hide behind this rock over here. Great. Now, we can still see them, but they can't see us. Oh, look at their triangle-shaped heads and their big, bulbous bodies and those feelers sticking out of their heads. From down here, those ants look like creatures from a story about aliens in space. Let's all stay very quiet and let them pass. Ants are insects, which you can clearly tell from looking at them way down here. Like those ants, all insects have two antennas sticking out of their heads. Ants use their antenna kind of like we use our noses to smell things. If an ant meets another ant, it will touch it with its antenna to figure out if it's a friend or if it's from another colony. If the ants are friends, they'll let each other pass. But if they're from different colonies, they may try to fight. All insects also have six legs. Count them. One, two, three, four, five, six. All sticking out from their body. Six legs help them easily march over this gooey, muddy topside. If you look closely, you can also see that these ants have big brown eyes, one on each side of their head. 
and sticking out near their mouths are two things that look and move a bit like claws. Those are called mandibles. The mandibles are an ant's most important tool. These ants can't grab onto anything with their legs. They use their mandibles kind of like you use your hands to hold and carry things, and also for biting, cutting, digging, and more. Company, hold! Oh no! Reader, we've been spotted! The ants have all stopped and are looking directly at us. Will they think we're friends and let us pass? Or will they think we're from another colony and want to fight? And if we can't get past the ants, how will we ever solve the mystery of the missing flowers? How do you think we'll get out of this jam, reader? While you think about what comes next for us, we're going to pause our adventure here. But in the meantime, why don't you imagine how our encounter with the ants might go? We'll play music now so you can draw illustrations, think about, or write your own version of our adventure to tell your family or friends. And when you listen to part two of our adventure, you can find out what really happens. If you're eager to learn more before we meet again, you can read some of the books in the Reading Bugs book bag. A complete list is available at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. Thank you for your help today, reader, and we'll see you next time for part two of our adventure to solve the mystery of the missing flowers. It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. Thank you for listening to Reading Bug Adventures from The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore in Northern California. As the first half of our garden adventure comes to a close, enjoy this music to color to. And while you're listening and coloring, we have a few people we'd like to thank. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Brandon and Diane Savage. The episode was performed by more members of the Savage family, Chloe, Riley, Diane, Brandon Savage, and Shannon Shern. Original music was written and performed by me and my brother, Ross Gruet, and by Alexa Thanos, one of our amazing Reading Bug store employees. If you're looking for more great books, handpicked by book experts, The Reading Bug offers a subscription box service, shipping nationwide at readingbugbox.com. Our expert store staff will pick books for your child any age from 0 to 13, a great way to encourage a young reader, grow a library, or give a special gift. Stay tuned for part two of this adventure and for more Reading Bug adventures by subscribing to our podcast. And in the meantime, to learn all about us, discover new reads, and to check out more of our Reading Bug adventures, go to thereadingbug.com slash adventures. Or follow us on Facebook or Twitter at The Reading Bug or on Instagram at Reading Bug Box. Thanks for joining me on the adventure today, and I'll see you soon for part two. Goodbye!
Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now.